It's Recruiting Wednesday once more as we look at a new recruit to receive an offer from Indiana, a pair of prospects who included the Hoosiers in their final eight, and a potential transfer option that was on campus. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. You are Locked On Hoosiers, the only daily IU podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Appreciate you guys tuning in wherever it may be from YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, whatever it may be. Uh, Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm your host as always, Jacob Rude. It's Recruiting Wednesday. I think we're going to make it the uh, tradition each week to look at some basketball recruiting news, especially with how involved the Hoosiers are in the upcoming classes. To that note, Indiana uh, offered a new recruit in the 2025 class uh, since we last spoke, Jameer Jones. Uh, a name that I wasn't familiar with. I'm sure a lot of our uh, listeners were probably not familiar with, mainly because he's a 2025 recruit. 247 Sports lists him as the number 25 recruit in their uh, rankings. If you want to go by the composite rankings, he's number 16. So someone that Really high top 25 recruit at the very least uh, in this 2025 class. Listed at 6'6", 207 pounds, a small forward. Five-star recruit. Uh, Another five-star recruit the Hoosiers are going after. Now, there is a ton of competition for this one. And so the Hoosiers are battling a lot of teams. Houston. Kansas, Texas A&M, Kansas State, Illinois, Missouri, South Florida, Ole Miss, and Providence all have offered him, shown various levels of interest as well. So this is early in the process. As with all 2025 recruits, there isn't really any way anyone's leaning with this, but the Hoosiers have gotten involved at least and gotten an offer out there. It may not mean much in the long run. We'll see. There's a, a number of 2025 recruits that the Hoosiers are involved in, but this is a new name that, to potentially pay attention to. There isn't a ton out in terms of scouting report on him. Uh, last season with uh, Oak Ridge High School, he averaged 20.1 points, 5 rebounds, two, 2.4 assists, steals, 0.6 blocks, and 26 games. That was in the 2021-22 season, I should say, because last season he played at IMG, but he had some injuries that led to him not really having a role there and then transferred back to Oak Ridge. So he's at Oak Ridge, which is in Sarasota, Florida. Was at IMG, has some connections there, but... A new name to monitor for the 2025 class. There hasn't been a ton of action so far for the Hoosiers in that class. There's some names that they've shown various levels of interest in. Bryson Tiller, 
one of them at Overtime Elite. Jalen Harrelson uh, at Lalumier is another one out of Indiana. They've shown some interest in. And then Jameer Jones, maybe some others mixed in there. A lot of focus has been on that 2024 class right now. Not to say that they aren't doing the work in the 2025 class, but you prioritize things. And right now the 2024 class is the one getting the attention. But um, Jameer Jones, someone, again, a five-star recruit. Indiana's in the conversation, at least on a base level. And that is impressive enough as it is. Um, he is someone who has the size that Indiana has been looking for in that 2025 class, excuse me, has the size Indiana has been looking for as a small forward as part of that 2025 class, uh, three level score is kind of the scouting report on him. If you're averaging 20 points per game, then you're probably scoring at multiple levels. So make note of that. Put that in the back pocket. It's worth paying attention to down the road. But right now, as I said, we have 2024 recruits to pay attention to. And the Hoosiers have a couple of names who I'm sure you're a lot more familiar with that they have been included in the final eight and even set up a visit with one of the their 2024 targets. So... We'll look into names, what the Hoosiers uh, are doing, and where they stand with a couple of those recruits here in just a moment. Before we do that, let's talk about today's sponsor, LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You guys have heard us everydayers talk about this. Talk about them, I should say. Many times, you know the process. Go create a job posting at LinkedIn. Add add your job, the purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile. Spread the word that you're hiring. They have simple tools like screening questions. It's going to make the process easier Uh, so that you can focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. Uh, We'll prioritize things, make it easier for you to interview and hire candidates. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find out the qualified candidates faster and for free. Post your job for free over at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege.com. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. Big thanks to you guys for making us your first listen every single day. Everydayers, uh, we'll have to push a women's basketball discussion to Monday, but it's because we have a special guest coming on to talk. Nobody better that knows IU women's basketball than Talia Goodman, who will be joining us on Monday's episode as things stand to talk women's basketball. So be sure you guys are subscribed and ready to hear all about IU women's basketball on Monday. Let's talk about men's basketball recruiting, though, and a couple of names that you're probably a little bit more familiar with. Anor Boatang. 
trimmed his list down to the final eight. Included in that is the Hoosiers. He's the number 28 recruit in the 2024 class. Uh, a name that IU fans have probably been a bit more familiar with. Uh, especially during this summer. The Hoosiers offered him, I believe this summer, out of Little Rock Central. Has mentioned, I believe, it, that he is kind of friends with Kalel Ware. Uh, but regardless, someone who 6'5", 205, small forward. I mean, again, exactly what all the other small forwards have been. Indiana's been recruiting 6'5", to 6'8". Right in that size range. The other uh, seven schools in his final eight. Arkansas, Auburn, Georgia Tech, LSU, Missouri, Ohio State, and Virginia. Boateng, is, uh, uh, this is the scouting report from 247 Sports. Trevor Andershock, quote, known as a slasher, rebounder, defender, plays hard, and the intangibles are strong on and off the court. He does not look for his outside shot much, but Boateng's form projects decently with his work and mindset. There's an expectation that his shooting will progress as he moves through the basketball ranks. So, certainly someone that fits some of the mold of what Indiana is looking for in terms of wings. Big, strong, defends well. Uh, he'll be ready to contribute on that end right away or early on defensively. So someone that Indiana has been looking at these wing types that can do a lot of things and defend among them. It makes sense why Boateng is someone included in that. And he would fit nicely on the wing for Indiana. That 6'5", uh, that type of frame. Indiana doesn't have a... I don't, I don't want to, they have more wing players this year, but you can never have too many, and, and adding someone like Boateng would certainly help. Another name the Hoosiers are uh, into the final eight with is Austin Swartz, who trimmed his list down to eight, which includes Indiana. Also included Miami, Clemson, UConn, Florida State, Notre Dame, Georgia, Virginia Tech with the Hoosiers. The Hoosiers were the last name on the graphic. Read way too much into that if you choose. But when reading way too much into that, know that he will take his official visit to Indiana on August 18th through the 20th. I believe it is the first official visit he's going to take as well. So you can also read too much into that. His first official visit is going to be that weekend. He's also going to have uh, visits to Miami, Georgia, Florida State, Connecticut, Virginia Tech through September. So <clears throat> he he's somewhat uh, the 2024 class is the first class where seniors have a unlimited amount of visits, official visits. That's six of the eight schools that he plans on visiting. So might as well take a trip to all eight schools, get some vacations around the some weekend getaways, maybe, maybe not vacations. Uh, Swartz, though, number 43 player in the 2024 class. Scattering report on him, again, from 247 Sports, an outstanding shot maker. Swartz has shown all spring and summer on the Nike EYBL circuit, 
They can that he can make threes in a variety of ways with consistency and in bunches. As much as his shot making stands out, it is also how well he moves to get open for threes. There are a few things IU needs more than consistent shot makers. And Swartz is one of the absolute very best in this 2024 class. Maybe the very best. So also can defend at a, at a good level. Uh, he had a team high 23 steals heading into the peach jam for his AAU team. So not someone that's one dimensional, someone that can defend at a high level or good enough level, certainly to stay on the court and be a three point shooter. So I, you need shooting really, really bad. It, I'm sure they would take Swartz this season if possible, but uh, he comes. He'll come in at six four, hundred eighty pounds as a shooting guard. I don't think I need to explain why IU is going after him. If you can pair this level of shooting with the wings and the ball handlers IU is going after, it would be he would he would make things so much easier for IU's offense. And IU needs more players like him, but it's a start. So Swartz, IU included in those final eight. IU will have the first crack at him in about three weeks' time. We'll see how the Mike Woodson and the Hoosiers do there. Let's talk a potential transfer option. IU has one scholarship spot open. They could be using it on somebody. We'll talk about who was on campus, whether uh, Indiana is going to be recruiting them, things like that, here in just a moment. So, Hoosiers still have one open roster spot. What I'm going to try to do here while we talk about this is bring up the uh, the roster situation for, or the scholarship situation, I should say, for the Hoosiers. They have one open spot the rest of this season, one open scholarship spot. It, it seems like the Hoosiers were just going to kind of let it carry over into next season at this point in the year it's very rare to find someone to contribute someone worth giving that scholarship spot to now having said that indiana had somebody on campus and as i try to make this bigger for you guys so you can actually read it for those on youtube uh the Hoosiers had somebody on campus in Jordan Rayford. Not a name I'm sure any of you are familiar with. He entered the transfer portal from Air Force. He is a 6'5 combo guard. He sat out last season, his freshman season, after shoulder surgery. Here's the issue. There is nothing on him when it comes to recruiting. He wasn't really on 247 Sports database, like his name's there. He wasn't rated as a recruit. Very little on him. You can find a, an article or two from way in the distant past, but realistically, there's not a lot to know. He's a, a depth guy, certainly, and a guard, and the Hoosiers need a guard. Maybe need a little bit of depth in that backcourt, but... That's about all we really know right now. 
We don't know how seriously the Hoosiers are going after this. If you have him on campus, to a certain degree, you're serious. But he is someone who I don't know that he would get much playing time. And he would certainly be more of a uh, long-term play. Perhaps he's someone who would come in, maybe try to improve his value as a prospect and move on. I don't really know. I don't know what the play is here because this is a name we know very little about. Uh, IU was looking for guards. This player is a guard. And at the very, very least, that is a that makes him appealing, I should say. It makes the two sides a match. Now, perfect match? I don't know. Doesn't sound like he's someone who's a shooter. Sounds like he's more of a high IQ on-ball player. So I don't know that he'll fill any needs. Uh, nonetheless... He won't fill any kind of play style needs. He'll fill positional needs. He's not someone that's going to come in and be the shooter Indiana's been looking for. But as you can see, Indiana does have an open scholarship spot. Would they rather use it on someone like Rayford and see how things pan out and potentially deal with, maybe not deal with, but... Um, perhaps approach things again in the spring and see where the, the two parties stand or would they rather leave it open and carry the open scholarship spot through the season? Maybe somebody leaves a team and the Hoosiers have the opportunity to offer a scholarship and bring them in. That again is a rare situation in which someone both leaves a team mid season and is worth, spinning that scholarship spot on, but nonetheless it's there and it's an open scholarship spot for next season as well. When Indiana is heavily involved in a number of recruits, as you can see, they have five openings for next season, or excuse me, four openings for next season. And that's it counting both Kalel where it's not counting McKenzie and Baco though. So it's actually three. I never added Mbako to uh, the rest of the the group, so I'll change the the color afterwards. But that's three, but it's not counting Mbako or Ware, both who could be uh, first-round picks and could leave. It's also assuming both Trey Galloway and Anthony Leo come back for their COVID season. So a lot of wiggle room in there. It's, it'll be interesting to see how Indiana approaches this, but it's a name. Don't be surprised, I guess, if he's someone that commits, but we don't really know where Indiana stands on this one. But it is someone the Hoosiers haven't. They're still looking for guards. Maybe not a whole lot of good ones left, but they're still looking for them. So you can't fault them for searching. That'll wrap it up for today's show, guys. Thanks again, as always for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Everydayers, be sure you are ready for all the latest news on Friday and then a special women's basketball episode on Monday. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. 
at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating and review. All of that great stuff. Most importantly, though, guys, hope everybody has a great Wednesday, as always. And LEO.